100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, my heart kind of broke when I heard about Marquise Jefferson dying just a month after a Tatiana Jefferson was murdered by Fort Worth PD. We never think about the long-term trauma these police shootings have on families. Many of the victims are innocent, just like a Tatiana. And we can't forget, this has happened before, y'all, with Erica Gardner, who became a big activist over the death of her father, Eric Gardner. And she passed just within a few years after he died and I just recently found out that Eric Gardner had a stepfather who died shortly after him of a heart attack. So that was something new that I actually found out. But we know these shootings absolutely have a major toll on the families that have to now deal with the fact that their loved one died in such an unnatural way. And in many cases, these shootings are not justified. So uh, Tatiana's father was very much stricken with grief and trauma to the injustice when it came down to losing his daughter at the age of just 28 years old by a white police officer that came up to her residence, never identified himself as a police officer. And he screams at her through a window to put her hands up. And at the very same time, he says that he shoots her. So she didn't have a chance. But this is what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. So... You know, family quite naturally are saying they believe that his death is in direct response to his daughter being murdered. And I have to agree with that. So it's all summed up to being a broken heart. The same diagnosis was said for 27-year-old Erica Gardner, who died in 2017 of uh, a heart attack. And she didn't have a very long life. It's so, it's always sad to see someone that young die. But I do know one thing, and you can see the videos all over YouTube. She never stopped fighting for her father and getting justice and trying to get Danny Pantaleo for 
this illegal chokehold that killed Eric Gardner. And Eric Gardner was not selling Lucy's at that time. He was he broke up a fight. Okay, he wasn't doing anything illegal at the time his life was lost. So Eric Gardner's just this past summer, his stepfather, Ben Carr, also died of a heart attack while attending a wedding. So the Jefferson and the Garner family losses have been very painful, you know, not only for the family, but publicly. Us watching these folks die and, and you know, this country has a sick, a, a very sick fetish for wanting to see black people die. So like Eric Garner they played that man being choked out on a 24-hour cycle in this country, and it's sick. Ladies and gentlemen, it's sick. You don't have to watch no footage of anybody dying that amount of times on mainstream news. They do it because this country, and you can go back and look at the history, have a sick fetish for wanting to see a black man murdered and killed. They get off on it. They always have. They have a history of getting off on that stuff. So it shouldn't be uh, shocking that we are still seeing the sickness within America. And then you have a Tatiana. You saw the cops standing there screaming and shooting. And that was repeated multiple times in the news. They're not repeating this to get no story out. They're repeating this shit to get off on it. Because if that weren't the case, they would be doing this to everybody. They don't do it to everybody. They never have done it to everybody either. So, ladies and gentlemen, the death of Eric Garner and Tatiana Jefferson, both due to racism that have been looming in America for centuries. So a 2019 study, the proceedings of the National Academies of Science showed that even though black men and boys make up a minority, remember, we're just this little tiny speck in the country, but everybody's concerned about getting our vote, right? <laughs> See, the contradictions don't add up to the small size that they're claiming we are. If everybody else is so much bigger than us, how come you're not playing up to the Asian vote and the Latino vote? See, there's a reason why they keep coming to us for a vote because we are big and our vote do matter. But, you know, but let them keep playing up the contradictions, ladies and gentlemen. They're not, at the end of the day, they're not fooling anyone. So... American population, so this is black men and boys, 96 out of 100,000 deaths for black men occur during a police encounter. For whites, it's 39 per 100,000 deaths. So cut the crap with this. It, you, you get shot by the police more than black people. Cut the crap. You're not fooling us. We see the data. We see who's being shot in the media, you're not fooling us. So get off of that bandwagon. Nobody's believing you anyway. Y'all think anything that comes out of your mouth is believed. It's not. While black women 
and indigenous people are frequently erased from conversation about state sanctioned uh, violence. They are always sexually assaulted and killed by law enforcement at terrifying rates. It goes without saying that families who lose loved ones to police violence are enveloped in grief. Absolutely, they are. They are. They are. And it's sad. And and I hate seeing this. I hate seeing what happened to Tatiana's father. You could tell that man was trying to be the voice of reason in the family. He was really trying to do his best for her. You know, um, looked like her mother's side of the family. They wanted some grand finale. He just wanted a, a more um, scaled down kind of funeral, which she ultimately did have. And a lot of the broken heart that you see within these families is the lack of justice that they get when they're trying to pursue uh, punishment of these cops, which we know in America, they are rarely punished. They try to act as if being fired is some huge punishment for a cop when we know that is absolutely nothing. All they have to do is cross the county line and, and they got another job. Firing a cop is not justice. It's not justice and it should never be viewed as justice. That is not justice at all. So that being said, so how are they supposed to bounce back? Their loved one is gone, shot, unarmed, and was no threat to a cop. Eric Gardner was not no threat to them cops out there. And they know it. If Danny Pantaleo was so correct in everything he did, and, and they had to even admit he lied all over his police report. So if a cop does nothing wrong, then why lie on the damn police report? Why make shit up? Okay, so killing a black person that's not convicted of a crime is allowed in America. Okay, police brutality is the leading cause of death in young black men in America. America has been practicing the killing of black males in this country for centuries. Black males have been the target in recent years of mass incarceration. Black males have been held in jail for long periods of time to do prison work. It's not for any other reason, y'all. That's the only reason why these cops, these cops are literally stalkers out on the street. They're stalking us. And then trying to grab the 14 to 25-year-olds to put in jail to do the prison work. Police 
generally do not care about the grieving family. You know, after each shooting, you'll see the police chief just get up on the podium and give some very written and orchestrated statement that we have heard over and over again. And then they'll insult our intelligence saying that, you know, they need more police training. They need body cams. They It's none of those things, ladies and gentlemen. It is a problem that has been stemming from the time of the plantation police all the way up until now. We are over-policed. We are watched heavily. Then they try to justify it. And then they start try to tell us we commit all the crimes, but the data is showing that the crime has consistently gone down in the black community for the last 47 years. But we got people lying to us and trying to justify everything for these killer cops out on the street. Cops got rap sheets. I already did that video. Cops got a longer rap sheet than the video, than the, the people that they are rounding up and arresting. And that's the way they like it in America. They love police corruption. They love it. They love police brutality. They love that they are being treated differently from the black community. They love that. But these same people turn a complete blind eye to the family that's grieving and hurting after everything is said and done. I think this is our version of deaths of despair, but not over drugs, ladies and gentlemen, over the killing of innocent black men, women, and children in the community. And the families suffer. They suffer deaths of despair. My prayers go out to Marquise Jefferson's family and all of the hurt and pain they have felt, not once, but twice. And I also pray for all of our brothers and sisters that have been killed unjustly by citizens and police in this country. A shout out to Emantic F. Bradford Jr., who was only shopping at a mall and trying to protect people from a shooting within the mall. And he ended up being a target based on his race by a cop that decided he had to be the one to do it and killed him ladies and gentlemen, and he had nothing to do with the shooting. We have Botham John, who was shot and killed 
eating a bowl of ice cream in his own apartment by Amber Geiger. Trayvon Martin, who we will never forget, who was only going to a corner store to get iced tea and a Skittle. And on his way home, he was stalked by George Zimmerman and killed. And Tamir Rice, a child out in the park playing when a cop rolled up and two seconds later just shot him dead. Ladies and gentlemen, never ever forget the countless murders out in Sterling. Sandra Bland. The list is endless. But the heartache is great. We must never forget. Rest in power, Marquise Jefferson. This concludes my podcast for today. Those of you that are supporters of this podcast, I deeply thank you. And if you are not a supporter, please consider becoming one. Peace, family.